Bora Lé! Bora Lé! Oh, how good. But hey, everyone, welcome to the Water Lad Podcast. I'm James Marshall, and today's guest is the man with the second hardest job in New Zealand behind the Prime Minister. His job has been replacing Bowden Barrett. It is, of course, the Hurricanes number 10, Jackson Garden Bishop. Welcome, Jacko. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, bro. Thanks for having me. How are you finding the new job? Uh, it's, it's been good. It's been fun playing rugby. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely tough. Definitely tough, but I'm enjoying the most of it. Massive um, boots to fill. How's the, how are the fans been? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a, there's a few critics out there <laughs> at the moment on Facebook. I've been staring clear of them because they're pretty ruthless at times. But, no, nah, I just – I was never trying to fill Bodie's boots. He's, he's a pretty special player, so yeah, just trying to do my own thing. Did you take my advice to um, stay off social media? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I signed, I was like reading those comments. I was like, holy heck, these guys are ruthless. I can't read social media this year, but I read them again a couple of weeks ago and um, it was after the first loss. They're pretty ruthless still, but I'm sure after yeah, no, your... After that first loss, I, they had every single player in the squad playing 10 before, <laughs> before, before me, so... They are ever obsession with playing um, Chase and Geordie at TNA. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what, how it's going at the moment. But. Yeah, but obviously your game in the weekend, you were voted players man of the match and um, you had a pretty impressive game, so must be feeling pretty good there. Yeah, I was happy with how it went compared to the first week especially. Um, I felt as a team, even though we obviously got lost by it, but um, we, were, we played a lot better and uh, only a couple of plays away from being a couple of tries up rather than a couple of tries down, so now I was, I was way happier. Yeah, and you kicked all your goals, even got a drop goal. Fans will be loving that. Yeah, well, that's the first thing that they notice for the <laughs> goal kicking first five is whether you make your kicks or not. So yeah, you know that's always that's always good. And have you always been a goal kicker? Yeah, from yeah. a very young age. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you're young, just classic. Just put it down, see how far you can kick it from, see how far wide you can kick it from. Just always love toying around with it, and then through school. Yeah, I was just a goal kicker there, so oh, nice. And it wasn't until I started doing a little bit of research on you was how good of a pedigree you have to become a rugby player. Like, what your dad was an All Black, your mum was a Black Fern, your uncle was an All Black. You, I don't know your cousins with Nathan and Aaron Major who are All Blacks. It's like everyone in your family. Your brother's a professional rugby player. Yeah, it's it's pretty special. I think it's, um, not a common situation, but yeah, no, it's something I'm very proud of, and um. All the family love it, so yeah. So, what was it like growing up? Obviously, rugby mad family. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't really notice it because my dad was playing when I was still pretty young. So it was sort of just. How young were you? Uh, he he retired when I was. We came back from England when I was eight. Yeah, so that was when he finished. I can't even remember him playing in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really appreciated how how good he was until I got a bit older. But yeah, where was he playing in? Uh, so he did two years in London Irish oh, and yeah. then went to Leeds. London Irish, what a club. Yeah, I know, what a club. That's where I started too when I was four. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. The Leprechauns. Oh, wow. No wonder you've cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, your mum was also a very talented sportswoman. Yeah, she was good at everything. Um, obviously a black firm, but she played uh, basketball, hockey, athletics, uh Basketball and athletics, I'm pretty sure, at the national level. Yeah. And touch. Yeah. Yeah, touch. That's when my mum and dad met, was playing touch for New Zealand. Oh, true. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. 
gifted, no. gifted family. Yeah, no, athletes, couple of athletes. And what about your cousins, Nathan and Aaron? Yeah, they're, they're, they're two that I sort of got to appreciate more. Yeah. Sort of as a, as a young teenager um, coming through high school, they were still playing for the Crusaders so, yeah. and the All Blacks. So Are you close like, with them? Uh, yep, yep. Always get a, get a couple of messages around game time and love catching up with them around Christmas and that whenever we're down in Christchurch. So. Aaron hasn't tried to get you down there? Nah, not quite. No, <laughs> yeah. You got my brother down there, so. Yeah, true, of course, <laughs> yeah. And how's he going down there? He's... My brother hasn't had a crack yet, but nah. Well, he had back surgery. Oh, back surgery. Back surgery in December, so still uh, just recovering from that. But once he gets his body right, he's going to be he's going to be a freak. Yeah, and he's back with Wellington for ITM Cup. Yeah, yeah. So that's his um, that's what he's aiming for. Yeah, along with and you're back there as well. Yeah, yeah, back there this year. Very good. Were you gifted rugby player growing up? Oh, like natural natural abilities, sports wise, like. Yeah, could always catch and pass um, pretty easily in that. But yeah, no. And what about coming through school? Yeah, oh, first fifteen for four years. So Scots College was it? Yeah, Scots yeah. College. So yeah, no, I always seem to make all the um, aid group teams in that. Yeah, but um, was never really the standout in any of those. Just sort of made the team. Yeah, played played well, played well enough to be in there. But did you was never like that. I wasn't ever the guy that they'd talk about being the next big thing. Were you try? Were you always? Was your dream always to be a professional rugby player? Yeah, yeah. yeah even from, from when I was younger, um, just to be like mum and dad. Really, yeah, so. I suppose you'd seen that pathway and you just saw that opportunity and you could probably do it. Yeah, well, it was yeah, it was just a every goal to make it each team, and then you make it, and you're like, far I can keep making a go of this, and then yeah. just every level, sort of step by step. Who gave you more advice or who was more of an influence at your mum and dad or pretty much um, the same? Early on, my mum, she coached me from under nines until under 13. Oh, yeah. So, like, quite hands-on, all the basics um, yeah. came from her. And then now sort of as I've stepped into the professional environment, um, dad's been given some good advice around uh, big games and how to, mm. how to handle the stage and that. Nice harsh critic or...? He can be. He, oh, not really in his work words, but you can. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell I've had a bad body game. language. Yeah. <laughs> or just the just the way the way he talks. Yeah. Just oh, a couple of work on today or something <laughs> like that. But when I played well, he sent a long message like, oh, oh, yeah, awesome, yeah, proud, yeah. proud to see you doing what you're doing." So you would have got a long one on the weekend. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I did get a long one from him on the weekend. Oh, good stuff. And uh, so when you move, so you were born in New Zealand. Yeah, born in Dunedin. Dad was playing for. Uh, Otago and the Highlanders oh, yeah, yeah. at the time and then he signed with the Canes um, in 96 no yeah 96 and we moved up yeah how old were you then two two and then four moved to England yeah and then four years over there before coming back when I was eight back true. to Wellington so you moved around heaps how did you find that as a young fella I can't remember it too much but oh true I, I love I remember being in England I used to love the snow and that yeah um, it was good fun but um yeah been in Wellington since I was eight so yeah boy so, um, you were, did you go to, you obviously went to school in England to start. Yeah. And then moved to school yeah, here. Started school in Leeds. And that transition was sweet. No. Oh, I got teased a bit because I came back with a bowl cut and a, th- <laughs> <laughs> and a thick accent. And I've been at a grammar school, so I was like quite a posh English accent. Oh, there. true. And, nah, none of the, none of the kids at school were really used to. So I remember I had to, um, 
I would go home and practice like to my mum, like trying to, trying to talk like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come. Like, water, water, water. Like, yep, yep. Starting to sound like a Kiwi now. <laughs> but yeah, it took a while, but it was all good. Um, I came back. I was going to be a soccer player because I've obviously been over there. Oh, yeah. Foot, and you football, played football, football, football over dominant. There. Yeah, I was football dominant. So I came back, but then quickly learned that that wasn't the cool thing to do. So. Yeah. Mate, you're bred to be a rugby player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And everyone let me know it. So. So you finished at Scots and then you went straight yeah, went into, into went into the Wellington environment and it was a pretty it was a pretty eye opening first year yeah because Scots at that time like we had had a couple of good years yeah. at school but it, we weren't taking it fully seriously so so you were eighteen yeah I would have been yeah straight into the uh, Wellington squad with probably quite a few big names yeah it was a bit different back then eh yeah like there was some <laughs> there was some pretty intimidating characters like we had John Schwager Motu up front. Yeah, Fafili, um, Lima was there. Timmy Bateman, Charlie Natai, like yeah. a lot of big names that, like that I looked up to. And then yeah. I, I'd come in, I didn't really know what a professional environment was like, and then had to try and catch up to them pretty quick. And when did you get your first crack? Uh, that year, I got twelve minutes against Bay of Plenty. Oh, true. Yeah, so Carved I, up. I, I was, nah, get a long message from nah, Dave. <laughs> I, I, no, not at all. I I, I wasn't I wasn't supposed to play, but then I got a call. Uh, Charlie got injured at the captain's run and then the manager Evan Crawford at the time called me up and was like, oh, you're on the bench. And I'd hardly be getting any reps even at 10 Yeah. behind Lima and Timmy Bateman. And then I ended up coming on for the last 12 minutes at 12. Oh, true. And, and, and Lima <laughs> called this, he called something and I, did, I'm not, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I was just like, it was this play where 12 was there um, up front and then seven and someone else was stacked behind like directly oh, yeah, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. and Artie was stacking behind me and I was like what the hell are you doing I was like going <laughs> left to right left to right Lima's screaming at me and then he ended up just feeding Artie for a game line carry but <laughs> I, was like, I was like what the hell is going on <laughs> what a debut <laughs> yeah, I know was, yeah and that 12 minutes went pretty fast and then that was it for that year yeah that was it for that year True. That, that was a pretty gun team yeah um, I think we were, went unbeaten until the final we lost to Canterbury at home, which was disappointing, oh, yeah, yeah. but it was a pretty good year. And then the following year, the following year, um, that we lost heaps of players that year. That's when Lima went down to Southland. Oh, yeah, a couple of boys moved on to overseas, and that's when you got your crack. Oh, I think I was I was first five, number five for that year. Oh, were you? Yeah, gee, right there. Um, yeah, I know, but like literally the fifth first five to play because I went Fatonu, James Soyalo, Chase played a couple games. Oh, yeah. And then me. I'm oh, is that, where Chase, is that why the fans still want Chase? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, we saw him playing for Wellington. Why is he not 10 anymore? <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a tough year. So we went from losing one game the year before to winning one game in 2014. So that's when we got relegated. Oh, hell. So that was a, that was a tough year. Yeah. Um, but I think I ended up finishing that year playing 15. Got a couple of starts at oh, 15. Yeah. And going all right, so I was sort of moving up the ranks a little bit. Yeah. And then it was the year after that I sort of transitioned into the starting 15. Oh, nice. And then you, was it, when did you go to the Rebels? After 2000 and... Was that after that year or the year after? No, the year after. Oh, the year after. Yeah, so 2016. Once you went over to the Rebels for the 2017 season. Oh, yeah. So you cemented your Wellington spot by then. Had a good... Yeah, I, my yeah 20, 2016 was when I cemented the 10. Yeah. I, I started most of the games at 10 and was going pretty well, but there was just no spots here. I think the Canes had, obviously, Bears, 
Oatsy, TJ, all sitting behind you. And then yeah, true. <laughs> hard, <laughs> impossible so to there get. There was no way I was coming. <laughs> James Marshall's still there. I'll go over the ditch. And who got you to the Rebels, or how did that come about? Oh, just my agent. He'd been at some convention, um, and someone from the Rebels was there and just said, there's a 10 spot there. And he obviously had me either. I, I was looking uh, at another overseas gig somewhere. Yeah. And then once that popped up, I was jumped on it straight away. It was good. And how was it over there? It was cool. It was, it was a cool experience. Um, the rugby was tough. We won one game that year. Yeah. But um, no, nah, it, was, it was a real good group of lads and um, pretty cool to live in Melbourne. Get away from home first time. So Yeah. Did you do one or two years over there? Just one year. Oh, yeah. So did you? how many games did you play for them? Most of them? Yeah, most of them. I missed a couple, so I think about 16. Oh, yeah. I think I had a, yeah, my fantasy team for a few weeks. You're joking. No, genuine. You were cheap. <laughs> <laughs> the downgrade. <laughs> you was I was enough. <laughs> no, you were only cash cow. <laughs> Flicked you on for myself. <laughs> and then, so what? why'd you leave Melbourne? Um, I was signed there for a couple of years originally, but then... Oh, there was a lot of stuff going on um, with dropping an Australian team. Yeah. Um, so there was a bit of stuff around them wanting Australian players in Australia and also just the way the team had gone and the way I'd gone. Yeah. Sort of just in both parties' best interests. So did you come back so with I, a contract? or So I was I came back with one more Mitre Cup and, there, and nothing else. So oh, yeah. I was heavily looking overseas at that, at that point sort of yeah. getting ready. But then the Canes came calling. Yeah, yeah. So about halfway through that year, we were going awesome, and um, when a team's going well, ten's going well. So yeah, yeah. The Canes about halfway through the year. Yeah, that's that's a massive point. Hey, like people don't realise how much the ten needs a yeah. team to be going well to get. Shit, yeah, especially a good, especially a good forward pack. Like yeah, you get the forwards going forward, and and rugby's really fun. Hey, but yeah. then as soon as you're under the pump, it's like everything falls back on. Every on you, so yeah, yeah. Now that was a good year for for both Wellington and me. So, who called you for the uh, to make the Hurricanes? Uh, so my agent let me know that the Canes were interested. Yeah. Um, and were you still tossing up whether to go overseas or not? Nah, because there was a couple of teams in in New Zealand that were interested. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to be at the Canes, but they they offered one year at the start, and I was like. Oh. I've been a gypsy for a while, like moving around. I'm pretty keen to yeah, just like settled. be settled in one spot. So um, I was just, oh, Alfie called me after that, and he and he was just like, "What do we need to do, like for you to stay?" And I was like, "Oh, I just need five a years. Of, I just need a bit of security." So <laughs> yeah, ten years, ten mil. Tell my Lola. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, I was just like a bit of security over the next couple of years, so yeah. I can just settle down and and um and go hard. So obviously got that and. I was more than happy to sign once, once oh. I had that. And how did you find your first year at the Canes? It was good. It was it was really good because um, obviously struggled at the Rebels um, on the field. So to come back into like a, a winning environment, I think it was either one year or two years out of out of being the champions. So like every, everything was still humming pretty nicely. So yeah, it was, it was pretty good to just slip in and and sort of see how things were were done at the highest level. And yeah. And you're still behind Bodie then? Yeah, I was behind Bodie and Ehi. Oh yeah, yeah. Like battling out with Ehi for that second jersey, but he was he was getting the twenty two most weeks. So. Yeah. And did you get many games? Uh, nah, I debuted in round two against the Jaguars over there, and then 
I might have got one or two more runs off the bench, but yeah. So it was the year after. You well, yeah, the year after similar situation with me and Fletch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just battling it out, and then I did my MCL, so um, I missed quite a bit um, through that as well. So true. I think before this year, I'd, I'd, I've got five caps. Or oh something. really? Yeah. Oh man. It picks you for a lot more. I've been around. <laughs> You've just been seeing my face around. <laughs> I've been popping up hunters training. Yeah. How many caps have you had for the hunters? Oh, I'll be, I'll be up there because I played the hunters first year out of school in 2013. Oh, I think I remember that. Against, I was playing that Tonga. game. Oh, were you playing that Jap- Japan game, eh? There was one at Levin or something. Yeah, there, against yeah, Japan, yeah, yeah. eh? Yeah, I played that one. Yeah. Um, and I've played pretty much all of them <laughs> since, <laughs> since, since then. So you might be chasing Mike Cayman's record. Hey, no, no, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Hope you're done. Yeah. <laughs> so how old are you now? Twenty five. Twenty five. All right. Still pretty young. Feels like you've been around for ages. Eh? Yeah. Feels like I'm getting up there just from being around, and also seeing how young people are as well. Yeah. Especially how good the young people are, go- young boys are going these days. So then, last year. Um, the Mitre 10 Cup was a pretty good year for Wellington. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we've been roll- we've been growing well for the, for the last few years um, since Gibbo when Gibbo came in, sort of uh, and took the reins. Um, we've been growing nicely, so we, to get to the final was awesome. But that was Tasman, pretty good. Always a tough ass to go uh, down to Trafalgar Park and try and yeah. tip over the mighty marker. Well, it took them a few years, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they I think they deserve to win. Um, the premiership at some point yeah and how was that final it looked like an awesome occasion yeah it was it was a good occasion i think we were probably a bit uh overwhelmed with it, but to be honest um pretty hostile crowd down there mm. um but yeah tasman just were clinical uh, our first time playing in a final like that um for a while so yeah a lot of learnings for us but yeah no, it, was, it was a good day because they got off if my memory's right, they got off to a big start, and then um, I can't even remember, and I haven't watched it. So I remember they scored a couple like off the kickoff. Or, like oh, yeah, they yeah. they were scoring tries really quickly, and we were building and scoring points. Oh yeah, and then they'd kick off and score another try, just like just like one of those re- really quickly. So is that one of those games you just won't watch? Yeah, oh, I haven't brought myself to watch it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being frustrated during it, so I can only imagine how frustrated I'd be watching it from the outside. Yeah, true. So then um, after that ITM Cup comes to this season where obviously the opportunity was with Bears leaving, you and Fletcher, yeah, me on a half a hip. <laughs> so that was a two-horse race. Hey. And um, you managed to... Oh no, who did you get at the start of the year or Fletcher? Nah, Fletcher uh, did. Fletcher got the first nod. Massive ask for the, for the bro over and did we play Stormers? Stormers away. Stormers away and we got towed. Yeah. And, yeah, and Fletcher was the scapegoat, unfortunately for him. Yeah. Um, for the next week and then I came against against the Higuaros over there, and we got the got that last yeah. minute win. Um, and then I broke my hand the next week against the Sharks. Oh, that's right. We beat we beat the Sharks. Yeah. So I missed a missed a few weeks, and then I was due to come back for the Bulls on the week we went into lockdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hands all sweet now. Yeah, hands all sweet now. Have you had many injuries through your career? Uh, that one this year, and then did my MCL last year, and that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty good, eh? Yeah, I've been I've been pretty lucky. Touch wood. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I feel for some of the boys that sort of just get back to back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably because how strong you are in the gym and <laughs> put extra padding, the, the muscles, <laughs> the, the extra muscle. Yeah. <laughs> they put extra padding to protect the joints. <laughs> That's why I do it. I've been telling David Gray. <laughs> so on that, are your skin folds big or not really? Ah, uh, they're they're all right at the moment. Yeah, they have they were for ages. Yeah, so. what quite big. Yeah, I would, oh. I, like until last last year, I'd be triple digits. Oh yeah, yeah, and then I started getting. Well, I just started what are you like, down to now? Uh, last one I did was eighty. Oh, yeah, post post lockdown, so I was I was fucking I was so happy with that. <laughs> to be honest, though. Yeah, but you've always been fit, eh? So people yeah, probably. Uh, th- I think that's that's the mind the bad mindset I always had because I'd always run like a twenty yo yo regardless. Yeah. Or my skinny size was like I can carry it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, but then now I'm realizing that you've got to be a bit faster and yeah, a bit more agile. So. You've always been pretty fast too. Yeah. And agile. Yeah, but faster <laughs> and more agile. <laughs> but yeah, my daughter's helped with that. I'm not going to I'm not going out as much drinking too many beers anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good uh segue. So have you found that um being a father and that whole process, that journey of becoming a dad? Yeah, it's been awesome, eh? It's tiring and um yeah, having to learn a lot, but it's been it's been really cool. I'm really like, enjoying it. How old's your daughter now? She's just gone six months. On six the weekend. months, yeah. true, and still not sleeping. Oh no, she she was in a good routine, and then her teeth started coming through, <laughs> and she had a couple of terrible weeks. My missus cops it more than I do, but yeah, yeah, it's been some been some days I can hardly remember at training because I'm that tired. But, <laughs> but no, nah, it's weird, eh? Like you have those nights where she's up all night screaming, and then. She just stops and starts giggling, and you're like, oh, "You forget all about it." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> nah, pretty, it's been pretty cool. Crazy, yeah. And uh, what's the birth? How was the birth? Intense. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Because she she come two weeks early. Uh, we had a scan just on a random Tuesday. Was it off season or we? Nah, it was the last week of preseason. Oh we yeah, had the yeah. Scan on the Tuesday, and then something was wrong with the umbilical cord not feeding enough food. So oh, they're yeah. like, "Oh, we'll induce you on Thursday." Yeah. So my missus called me and she's like, oh, you better come to hospital. We're giving birth in two days. Oh, true. Yeah, so we were like, oh, shit, I've got to get our stuff together. Didn't have a car seat or anything. So then managed to get out of surf to peak because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that, Perfect. It all happened real quick, which was it was pretty good. It was cool that we um, knew that she was coming on the Thursday or we're going in to, uh, to get induced. So we had all our bags packed. We just rocked yeah. up to hospital. Like <laughs> It was a checkup yeah. and we knew that. The next day we were going to be walking out with a little kid. So. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then when you first ha- held her, how was that? God, that was, that's, I don't know, it's pretty out-of-body experience. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to explain, I think, unless you're, unless you're, you've been there. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's cool because we had, we didn't know the gender and we knew Marley was going to be the name, whether it was a boy or girl. And oh, we just had Oh, two, that's cool. We just had two different middle names for a yeah. boy or girl. Yeah. And um, Sue was my mum's name. So I've gone Marley Sue. Yeah. And then when she came out and she was a girl, I went up and I was like, oh, it's Marley Sue. And I, that was a pretty cool moment. That's for me, yeah. My missus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, all, it was all pretty intense. I can't remember a lot. Yeah. Just a lot of um, demon screams from the missus. <laughs> 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 it's like the movies, eh? <laughs> oh, my, my wife's so different. Eh? She didn't make a sound. Actually? Yeah, like oh, genuine. Sorry. She's into the hypnobirthing and that sort oh, of thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's like... 
<laughs> no, one can, good, no one can see that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. No, no, but it looks, yeah. Not a, it doesn't look fun, does it? No, glad it's not us, to be honest. Any um, plan for any more? Yep. Yeah, now we're open to more. Oh. Just whenever, pretty much. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why not? We both want a, we both want a big family. So. Oh, yeah. yeah oh. Sweet. How big's big? Seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. Genius. Yeah, well, I've come, I'm the oldest of eight. I yeah. had a blended family and I loved it. And I think Rosie w- kind of wished she had a, a couple more. She's only got one brother. Oh, yeah. Um, so Seven. Yeah, we'll <laughs> oh. So we got to get to work. You've been start <laughs> making, getting those contracts hurting because, man, kids yeah. are expensive, eh? Might be serious about that 10 year deal at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call Alfie now? <laughs> um, and then, so what's what's the plan from you here? Uh, you've signed with the Hurricanes next year? Or is it, are you off contract at the end of this yeah, year? Yeah, I'm, I'm off this year, but I'll, I'll be pretty keen to stick around. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it would be better to go overseas as an established Hurricane rather than a Hunter. Or an All Black. Yeah, or an All Black. So what, what's the sort of what's the sort of perfect five years look like for you? Um, well, well, the World Cup's probably the next um, sort of point that I'm looking at yeah. just in terms of the New Zealand landscape Yeah, but ideally just be starting at the Canes till then um, hopefully get another couple of tours with the Maldives, yeah, um, at least and then you know if things open up up top then I'm I'm still I'm still striving for that so yeah, yeah. so we skipped that the whole Maldives tour so what year was that? Oh that was that, that same year that I got signed for the Canes so 2017 after the ITM Cup? Yeah, after we won it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And how was that tour? That was awesome, eh? Yeah. So, so we won the, the championship, and then our flight was the next morning at six, I think. Up to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Clayton was the coach of Bath Plenty, and uh, we played them in the final, and afterwards he was like, just make the plane. I was like, like <laughs> I don't care what state you're in, just make the plane. So... I took that, <laughs> took that and ran with it all the way to, into town and had a good night with the boys and then we were on the bird at 5am straight from town. Oh, wow. Um, up to Auckland, meet up with the squad and then over to Vancouver and then on to Bordeaux. So, yeah, that was an awesome tour. That's a, that's a cool team to be in. Yeah, and did you play in those games? Yeah, so I came off the bench against Canada Canada and Vancouver and then started against the French Barbarians. Oh, I see. And any big night... Nights out over there on, on tour. Yeah. Maldives yeah. usually have some pretty good... Yeah, okay, yeah a couple. Thought <laughs> he lost any hair that he had. <laughs> he lost yeah, because he, he used to have hair he before he went on that tour, eh? Yeah, nah, there was a there was a big night after the... Um, oh, so after we played in Bordeaux, we went up to Paris. Just if we wanted to stay on, the, the All Blacks were playing in Paris the next night. Oh, yeah. So we got tickets to that, and then the boys that wanted to go up went up to that. Yeah. And after that, after that game... We'd been told, oh, we thought we'd been communicated that we had this bar to go to with free, free, free piss. Oh, true. So we went there, and we were just we were just drinking all night, obviously. And then, um, I don't know where the wires got crossed. I was actually back at the back at the hotel at the time, but um, we were supposed to have to be paying the whole time. Well, like we we drank, <laughs> drank spirits or something that that wasn't on the tab. Oh yeah. So the the boys went to leave the thing, and then all of a sudden they're getting shoulder taps and. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, no, someone, someone come foot the bill, so. Who paid the bill, do you remember? Uh, Evesy, Chris Eves. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah no, he chinned it. What a lad. 
hotter lad and then he took about six months trying to chase everyone up <laughs> to, to, um, to split it with him but you know that was that was good fun to all that so outside of rugby I know you're a pretty big super coach player so um, the boys have a free lunch every week and you seem to be raking those free lunches in so talk talk about your super coach team and your plans for this season yeah I'll I've actually been doing it right, and it, that's probably the only reason why my missus is letting me do so much research every day. <laughs> because I keep telling her, I was like, 50,000, we could buy another house, we could buy another house with it. Seven kids. <laughs> yeah, seven kids, we need this, we need this, help me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's good fun. It's good the, the boys are all getting into it this year. Yeah. Last year was just a bit of rabble, but this year everyone seems to be going good. Yeah, so where are you sitting in the world? Uh, 1,000th and 10th. Oh, yeah. pretty good. So, Who's your favourite league player? Shout out to uh, James Tedesco. Yeah, freak. Yeah. Do you reckon we could get him on Water Lab? I reckon <laughs> once it blows up, <laughs> once you get a few shares from the big dogs. <laughs> Teddy, come and talk to me. Come on, tell us about that. <laughs> the steamroll from Micah. Oh yeah, that was impressive. Eh? Okay, we've had some questions from our Instagram page, so. Uh, this one's from Wes again. Uh, what's the craziest thing you did um, as a member of the Wellington Mitre 10 Cup squad? Craziest thing I did? Mm. Oh, I don't know about me individually, but <laughs> the flat that we had um, in the middle of town on Buller Street, that was that was a good, good, uh, good time with the Wellington team. That was sort of that year that we won it, it was sort of every week we were back there, <laughs> back there on it at a few big parties. Um, there was one, there was one party where we had the la there was the lounge and the like open lounge and dining, and then down the hallway, my room was first on the right. Yeah, we emptied out my room and got a smoke machine and strobe light and just a speaker <laughs> in there. And that was that was the drum and bass room, um, and then there was sort of the R hip hop R and B in the lounge. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was a that was that probably would have been a project X, but our flatmate tried to jump off the roof onto the onto the <laughs> lawn and it had been raining so he skidded out skidded out as he jumped and, oh, wow. and fell about three metres head first onto the concrete and Oh shit. Yeah. Is he alright? Oh no oh, he wasn't. <laughs> what about now? He went to oh he's still not all there in the head, I don't think, but nah he he survived. He survived. Nah, nah. Oh jeez. Nah, <laughs> nah he <laughs> was he was never that fully there in the head, I don't think, but nah, Jake's he's a good he's a good lad. Well that story he, was, he, he, story <laughs> was going downhill very quickly. Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. Okay, it was nearly really bad, but we I could laugh about it now that he's sweet. Yeah. But yeah, nah, he'd made that jump about ten times though, so but he just slipped just and that, then just that one head. time in the rain, yeah. Yeah, and just like and that, was, that, that was the end of the party. That's <laughs> <laughs> about eleven pm. Hell, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next um, question is, oh, it's from Alan. How do you maintain such a slim frame and laid back demeanor? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alan. <laughs> Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, skin folds are coming out. I might not drink any water that day and jump in the cold pool 20 minutes before. <laughs> is, is that your wee secret? Nah, I actually don't do that, but I saw Nans and TJ doing it the other week. Oh, and I, was like, I was like, surely that doesn't work. <laughs> they reckon it does. And you get a bit of a lean on. I've seen Goose doing a bit of a lean. 
what when they when pinch they, when they're doing the side yeah. lean away yeah oh, so I, might have to, I think i'm getting pinched next week might have to try try those ones do it and let let me know what yeah, difference it makes 20 down i'll be down 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay um this one's from ants he's asked um what's your go-to lunch um at the moment it's whatever has come in my food bag oh, the, yeah. the night before so i cook up we cook up that for dinner and then i just have leftovers um is this a sponsored hey <laughs> is this a sponsored I hope, answer I, I, I hope so no <laughs> it's not at the moment but if anyone wants to hook it up it's 160 a week that I, i'd love to have back um but yeah no it's that at the moment i've been pretty good but for years it was cut to four times a week <laughs> oh true yeah uh, before I, yeah before i started cooking it was with the boys down to tj katsu some sushi maddie proctor what is your favorite bit of niggle to do in a game bit of niggle oh i'm terrible at niggle um thinking back on that final against bad plenty yeah um, there was a good moment. It wasn't my niggle, but I was a part of it. It was uh, I was at the bottom of the ruck, and all of a sudden, I just feel a hopawati up my butt, <laughs> up your butt, <laughs> up my ass, bro. And I was like, "What?" The? Turn around. It was James O'Reilly <laughs> with a big old grin on his face, and we looked, and there was a camera pointing straight at us. Oh, yeah, so he was real nervous for a while there that that was going to be just, that was going to be on the big screen, but he got away with it. Um, but yeah, I definitely noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crook. <laughs> Good question, Maddie. Um, oh, this question's come from Chippy. Would you be interested in joining the Yard Barber? Absolutely. After rugby, is that sort of your goal? Yeah, that's probably the pinnacle of in terms of post-career rugby, I think. Yeah. Um, just in the early stages, you can see just how dominant the business is going to be in yeah. terms of the landscaping, um, outdoor, outdoor sort of architecture, yeah, sort of stuff. So, yeah, now I'll be trying to cozy up next to him over the next few years. Hopefully. What sort of role would you be eyeing up in that business in that structure? Uh, coffee maker, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bystander <laughs> supervisor Jeffy's um, role ro <laughs> run the digger <laughs> no <laughs> anyway that probably wraps it up for that um, yarn Jacko thanks heaps for coming on I'm sure we're going to get heaps of new listeners with your name on there I know a lot of people will be um, have been enjoying your work in the 10 jersey I know you're my you're my nana's favourite player at the moment. She used to love oh, what a compliment. She used to love that's huge. Bogan Barrett, she called her. <laughs> Do I have a nickname or no? Not yet. No, Jackson. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, she actually loved your dad back in the day. Oh, okay. so, so I think you you got a bit of a soft spot. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. Yeah, like when when it was out of me and you, she <laughs> I think she wanted, she'd rather you played than me. I think she loves you. She's just worried about your rig, bro. <laughs> yes. No, she's, she's your biggest fan. Anyway, um, yeah, thanks for coming on. I um, really appreciate you coming on and giving up your time for the What A Lad podcast. Um, to everyone out there who's been following the journey and giving feedback, thank you very much. Really appreciate the support. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Jacko. 
Thanks for having me, bro. What a lad. What a lad.